Welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency founder and CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of three little ones. I'll help you combine ambition and motherhood and build your business to get the profit and freedom you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Leadership, management, productivity, and recruitment workshops. Wendy is wise and thoughtful and honest and engaging. We spoke today around how we can practically work at home with children at home all the time. And Wendy touched on some really great principles that we can apply across the board, as well as specific tactical steps that we can implement right now to actually get things done. Because now more than ever, I think we need to be laser focused on the things that are going to move the needle. And this episode is going to help you identify those things and prioritize them. So with that, please enjoy my conversation with Wendy Cole. Welcome, Wendy, to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Annalise, for having me. It's great to be here. So could you just start by introducing yourself to everyone and letting us know what your area of expertise is, what it is that you do? I'd love to. Thank you. Yeah, Wendy, obviously, is my name, Wendy Cole. Um, I am the founder of a business called iMastery. Um, and the mum of two daughters, Sage and Sasha, age nine and seven, um, and partner to Michael. We live um, in a city, Melbourne, and uh, currently all at home. <laughs> yes, yes. So who do you work with in iMastery? Most of my clients are busy professionals, um, typically in a corporate space, but now in this working from home um, opportunity, um, I am coaching people in all sorts of walks of life who would love some tips around productivity um, and insights around what do we need to change, what do we need to do differently now that we're working from home. And for those of us working from home with children, always um, is a whole, whole new kettle of fish. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's why I was so happy to chat to you today because I think all of us are now trying to deal with this new normal. Yes. And we were just talking, it's been announced now in Victoria that it looks like term two is going to be from home as well. Hello. So talk to us. How, what are your tips about getting started? How should we look at structuring our day when we're trying to work from home, but the kids are here as well all the time? Yeah. yeah. Look, I think firstly, it's really, really important to note that working from home with kids also always at home with us is just not business as usual. We're in the midst of a crisis, um, but this is not going to pass quickly. We're looking at every bit of 14 weeks, term two plus two weeks holidays, um, here in Victoria to have our kids at home with us. Um, so we have to face this reality and plan accordingly. This is possibly the toughest thing we're going to face as entrepreneurs, I think, working at home for an extended period of time with a family with us also needing us. Um, and we, we were just talking about things are going to have to be compromised. Um, but um, we, I think we can do that. 
it's not forever as well. It will pass. Children will go back to school eventually and we will have some quiet time to think and work productively oh. without too many interruptions. We're not going to know ourselves, I think. <laughs> I know, there's an upside. We will truly relish our quiet time. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I was speaking to another friend today and she's going, I just don't get a break. Like I just, I'm on all the time and I have more time because she's, so she works out of the home. She doesn't have her own business, but she doesn't have a job currently. Um, and so she's home all the time. So technically she should have more time, but she has less time. Yeah. Because there's none of that me time. So No. And I, I, you know, I like a little bit of Instagram time, I confess. Um, And I subscribe and follow rather some, to some really motivational people um, and motivating people. And they sort of say, oh, this is the time to get all those home projects done and, and, you you know, can really conquer things. And I think, have you got children at home? Surely not. (laughs) Surely not. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So how are you structuring your day? If you want to share that or maybe just give tips around how we can start to actually think about that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So at the beginning of any training or um, coaching program in the, in the productivity space, the time management space, I go, you know what? Time management is not a one size fits all. There are so many factors around what productivity strategies will work for one person and what won't work. Um, and that actually um, poses some challenges because there's lots of sound principles, um, but we're all individuals. We've all got individual family members with their unique needs. Um, So we have to look at a principle and then tweak it and work out what will work for us. But as a starting point, how do we structure our day when we're working from home with kids at home too? Um, I recommend doing a really thorough audit on all sorts of things, perhaps starting with your tasks. What are the key things you need to do most days, both from a work, family, domestic and health perspective and identify the non-negotiables. And those non-negotiables will be different for everyone. So that's one of the first places where this just isn't a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Once you've done a bit of an audit on what needs to be done, then it's wise to do an audit on your calendar and your whole family's calendar, looking at your schedule. Does your work mean that you have fixed appointments or fixed commitments at certain times in the day? Notice when they are. What about your partner? Have you also got a partner working from home? Can he or she help you at any particular time with children? Um, I, As much as family time is important, I really think this is not business as usual for the next term. It's a matter of divide and conquer. If one parent's with the kids, maybe the other parent has to be working and vice versa. Um, particularly as we're not meant to be engaging the help of grandparents, playdates and all the other resources that as parents we've been able to throw at family life to help us get a little bit more time to be able to focus on our businesses. We don't have that now. So I think if we've got a partner also at home with us, it's divide and conquer time. One partner's with, with kids, the other one's working and, and vice versa. Um, So we've got to look at our own schedules, our partner's schedules, any fixed online appointments that kids have. Um, I'm looking at at locking in a couple of things for my children for term two with online music classes, online dance classes. Um, So we'll lock them in the calendar and hopefully that will keep them engaged and possibly allow blocks of time for me to focus. Um, I think it's really, really important to look at sleep patterns when we're wanting to maximise every opportunity in our day. 
So um, when do kids wake up? If we've got little people, when are their day sleeps? How long are they likely to be? And when are their bedtimes? And then also noticing our own circadian rhythms. Um, I tend to be more of a night owl. I've tried for years to get up early and master the start of the day, but it, it doesn't happen for me. So it's worked for me to just go, okay, I actually do have some energy sort of from 8.30 till 11.30 p.m. I'll use that time to work. Most people, however, have more energy in the morning. And if, it, if you can manage to get up that little bit earlier and find some time in the day before the rest of the family get up, that is a great time to quarantine that focus um, in, in your day for work. Um, I think when we're doing our audit as well, it's useful to look at the lifestyle elements that support both us as working parents and entrepreneurs and the lifestyle elements that enable our family to be their best. So we had a horrendous day yesterday, I confess. Um, and um, I was really busy. I was really engaging with, with my work. Um, bless Michael, he'd had the kids all day on Sunday. Um, and I'd got lots of writing and lots of content developed. And then I was on a roll on Monday morning and the kids were allowed to watch as much screen time as they wanted. And by 1.30, both of them were in tears and I literally felt like pulling my hair out. Um, and I realised, oops, they'd snacked all day, hadn't had lunch, neither had I. Um, they'd watched way too much screen. We would normally exercise in the morning. They haven't been exercised. It was like, oh, my goodness, I'm not following my own advice here. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, having said that, it's great to look at all these structures. I think at this point we have to be kind as well. There'll be days that work and there'll be days where it all goes into the shape. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend mapping out an ideal day and an ideal week. Now, with children, rarely will that ideal week and ideal day happen. But if we've got a bit of a rough structure of what we're working towards, we've got a greater chance of approximating that. Um, so I think we look term two, Working from home with kids at home, always with us too. What does our ideal um, workday look like and what does the ideal week look like? Who's looking after kids when? Who's taking on the responsibility of homeschooling? When are the pockets of time that each um, adult can focus and concentrate? And when are some pockets of time too that you can connect with your kids? So I've noticed that I actually get more work done in a day if I can get my kids out early on bikes or, or walking or climbing um, trees or um, fences, <laughs> quite literally, they're active. Um, and if I can line up healthy snacks, um, so batch as many food preparation jobs as possible. Um, if I'm making breakfast, can I cut up some apples, pears, carrots, beans, get that plate of raw fruit and veg on the table so that we can snack on that healthily throughout the day. Um, for me, I need to know what we're eating at least 24 hours in advance so I can sort of start doing a bit of the prep. Um, mm -hmm. I find it stressful to go um, down to the kitchen at five o'clock and go, oh, what are we eating? And everyone's losing it. Yes. Um, so, so my next tip was also, um, I actually can normally have less interruptions and distractions if the kids feel like they've had some connection time. Mm -hmm. Um, so if that is, you know, um, cuddles on the couch after breakfast, it normally only has to be 10 or 15 minutes, but some genuine, I'm just focused on each child for a little bit, um, to help set that day up. 
Yeah. Wow. That was so good. So much, so much wisdom in that and so many really great practical tips. Thank you. I think, yeah, I agree that it's in our house. It's definitely been that divide and conquer. Yep because we have a two-year-old if it wasn't if it wasn't for the two-year-old they could be left to their own devices that little bit more but the two-year-old still you know things would get destroyed there'd be there'd be food in the dvd player and all sorts of things toddlers are tough they're the best of time yeah yeah they're so cute they're so so flipping cute but just 24 so like when they're when she's awake which is now all day she's just stopped napping which is Uh She used to sleep for three hours every afternoon, which was the best, and she's just stopped. I'm missing that. Oh, hopefully she goes to bed a bit earlier. Oh, no, but she's she's good. She's good. She's good. Yes, yeah. And so I I totally agree. And with the scheduling the day, for me, I think I've had for the last three weeks three different versions. Oh, totally. Of the of the each you know each day because I thought would what would work it didn't work and then so we yes. had to restructure. Yes. So normally, like what you were saying, I wake up early and I do my best work, my creative work in the morning. Yeah. And now this week, I've had to move my client work there because otherwise, if things went bananas later in the day and everything fell apart, then client work yes. was the stuff that wouldn't get done because done. that was you know, that was the after lunch work. Yes. So now I've had to put that at my 5am slot, which I really like, it's not the greatest, but at least yes. it's getting done, done and clients are happy. Good. And that then the rest pressure. of the stuff, exactly. So that the have to get done work yes. is yes. getting done and it's the yes. rest of the more fun stuff. Yes. That yeah. is probably more optional. Yes. And I've just been a lot more flexible around screen time around the kids. So normally oh, totally, totally. normally I'm pretty strict around mum time is mum time and work time is work time and I don't be on my phone around them. Yes. Or have my computer near like, you know, I don't I don't try and mix them. Yes. Whereas that has gone out the window. I admit the last couple of weeks just out Me of necessity. Too. Me too. So I I mean um as context my little people when they I think Sage, my eldest, she got to prep and all she watched was a tiny bit of um, ABC for kids at grandma's house and the occasional Peppa Pig and Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, So we really did low screen times, but that has gone out the windows. They're now seven and nine, so the needs are totally different, of course. But but how I'm handling at the moment, in case it's helpful for anyone else, um, it seems to be working quite well for our family, is... At the end of the day, before going to bed, we look at mummy's schedule for the next day. Um, possibly like yourself, I still have um, coaching and meeting times sporadically throughout the day and, and no one day really looks the same in terms of my work schedule. So we look at when mummy's um, Zoom calls are and now that they've had quite a few Zoom calls as well with grandparents and friends and and, and, and different relatives, it's actually helped because they, they don't feel like they're missing out on on Zoom time or whatever mummy's doing. <laughs> um, but we, I print out my to-do list and my calendar each day, which, which I haven't done before. And I show the girls what I need to get done um, and when my meeting times are. And I go, okay, they're the meeting times, that's your screen time. If mummy's not on yeah. a Zoom call at the moment, we're with in theory not on a screen okay um and so that i can use that and let's face it fabulous babysitting time um for the most important times i need to be 
um, able to focus and not interrupted. Yeah. Well, we still need to get work done. Yes. Yes. But the, you know, like you've said, the challenge, that's the client work, huh? Then, yeah. then when do I do my thinking work? So for me, <laughs> what's worked is the weekends um, because Mike has still been going into his office um, and hasn't been around in the days um, Monday to Friday to help. So um, he, they're having daddy days on the weekend and I'm um, getting a good six or seven hours of time okay. to, to do content creation or accounts yeah. or things that really need yeah. um, my focus. It's so different, isn't it? Mm, so different. So, so that's, different. for us, that's a compromise. We're not having the weekend family time that perhaps we used to. Yeah. Um, but um, hopefully I'll have a business at the end of the other side of the Corona Bridge that's still um, adding great value to the community and, and making sense and is viable. Yeah. So tell me about, you released a survey called mm. Working From Home in COVID-19. Yes. Yes. So tell me about that. What are any early trends that are coming through or um, what comments do you have so far? Yeah, so super early. was went out yesterday, huh? So 24 hours ago, essentially, and so grateful for my network. Um, had close to 100 responses already. Um, so that's good quality data. Um, and um, I'll be writing a white paper about that over Easter and, and that's available um, then moving forward. Um, so from that survey, first takeaway um, that really um, I found a little bit surprising is actually the workload has increased for, for more than half the respondents. Um, slight, uh, looking at the data, it looks like largely the respondents um, are permanent corporate employees. Um, but more than half are working from home with kids at home also, um, so similar similar to us. Um, more meetings, more email, more stress, harder to prioritise and more frustration were some of the key messages that were coming across loud and clear from most people. 50% um, of people would like specific training or coaching on how to make the most from working from home. They want that coaching and training now. Um, but given all that, this is amazing. Um, only 9% of the 100 or so respondents feel that they are much less productive working from home. Um, so perhaps that's what we all know, you know, in your community, Annalise, that actually um, working from home with kids, if they weren't always at home, is, is, is um, something that most people are finding really useful. Yeah, I think in that sense, it's it, it's exciting to see, and I don't know if exciting is the right word given, you know, the devastation that this is causing yeah. throughout, yeah. but the silver lining yeah. is that it's going to disrupt a lot of industries, but hopefully long-term the effects are positive because there's a lot of industries that have resisted going online, mm. but that would definitely benefit from being online, such as, you know, psychologists and mm. GP appointments that mm. aren't necessary, just like to redo a script and you yes. know, lots of things like that, that have had a lot of resistance around moving to yes. this kind of model. Yes. I think it's actually long-term going to benefit a lot of people having to have it, having been forced to move to this model. Oh, for sure. And and through this survey, it's becoming really clear anyone that travels more than about 45 minutes to get to work, this is working from home is just a no-brainer. It really is. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yes, of course. That's why I started working from home. I didn't exactly. want to travel two hours each yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a lot of parenting time all of a sudden investing back into your kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. 
But look, there's one, uh, there's a couple of quotes which just, I think, nail it um, for what many of us are feeling. Um, one of which was um, managing children and work is impossible. That's why being a teacher or a childcare worker is a job. You can't do your own job and the other. <laughs> So true. Um, it's so, so true. true. But to moderate that, a, a friend who's a teacher and a parent of three primary age kids said, um, look, as parents, we need to set realistic expectations of ourselves and our kids. There's a lot of non-academic teaching that can take place at home rather than trying to take on the role of teacher. And realistically, homeschooling's only going to take about two or three hours a day. It's as we know, the managing them while they're at home in between the learning tasks is the challenging bit. Yeah, and making so, that not just solely screen time. <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I think if we've got the luxury of two parents working from home um, and or you can really use your weekends to your advantage, it's it's time to divide and conquer. Um, or, you know, if you've got a partner who's working out of the home, but they're home by four o'clock and they're happy to take on the evening shift and you can work from four to um, 7.30, you know, four to eight, four hours, that's five days a week, that's 20 hours. You know, there, there are ways um, with compromises to make this, this happen. You're right. I think it does. I think we have to readjust our expectations of ourselves and our businesses at yes. the moment. Yes, and throw everything out and be willing to put the pieces back together in a totally different order. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. I agree. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's potentially exciting because when we revisit things mm. and look at things with new, new requirements and new needs, there's always a, an, a silver lining to be tapped into. Yeah. yeah. And I think then we are forced to be more productive when we are working and maybe the things that we were doing that weren't serving us or that weren't really worth the effort are going to fall off and yes they should yes yes yeah so, yeah yeah i agree so what are you doing to recharge <laughs> <laughs> the me the me time is it on the oh, calendar <laughs> oh yeah i know I, great actually it's not quite on the calendar but but it, that would be wise um um, I, I have done um, lots of Dr. John Martini's work and, I, and I'm a facilitator, a trained facilitator in his values determination process. Um, and um, one of his comments um, that resonated with me is if I'm feeling frustrated, um, and so for me the point of frustration often comes up of, oh, where's my time, <laughs> um, is to notice how this, pandemic, this working from home with children always at home too. How is this on the way and not in the way? What can I learn from this? Um, all of the things we've just said, what, what is this forcing me to prioritise? What can I shed? Um, so ooh, a abstract way of answering that question, I get that. I think what I am doing for me time is being as cognizant as I can of when we do go out to exercise and we grab a takeaway coffee and the girls um, let them walk on top of the railing around the oval um, and practice their balance um, and the dog is running in the middle of the oval and the sun is on my back and I go, this is me time. Mm. The kids are happy, they're playing. Um, I've got my almond milk mocker. Um, I can see the dog is having fun. The sun's on my back. This is me time. And just sort of acknowledging 
times that perhaps in the past I wasn't really talk, calling me time. I'm, I'm just reframing things a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, me too. And yeah. being okay with five minutes here and there to yeah. maybe, you know, to listen to a song or to make folding the washing, you know, some sort of, you know, listen to something yes. and practice some deep breathing and just coming more into the, the mindfulness space and trying to then extend that in my mind. So it's not just five minutes of me folding washing. Yes, yes. I made that as a reset to, you know, to process. And, and you're right, just re, it's just reframing. Reframing. Um, and also I think acknowledging this, is, this will pass. Like we're planning for 14 weeks. That's not a lifetime. And I think we do that as parents anyway with kids, huh? Isn't that how we've got through some of those really hard toddler years or newborn years, particularly with subsequent children? You know that it passes. Mm. Um, I'm sure we'll be going through that um, phase again where the the days can feel very long but but the year's short or in this instance hopefully the term's short and we (laughs) get back on it. But, look, I'm prepared to acknowledge in winter in Melbourne in particular, um, we're going to potentially face some long days with everyone at home under the one roof. Yes. Yeah. But it will pass. Yeah, when, when we can't go outside, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it sees a resurgence of some, you know, puzzles and sewing and board games and things. I'm quite partial to a board game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I love a good game of cards. So, yeah, bring it on. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what are your top tips for actually getting things done when yeah. we're working from home and the kids are always home? Yeah. So looking at my to-do list, looking at my calendar, having done the audit and having a sense of what's the ideal day and week looking like for the family at the moment, um, then on, so kind of definitely need two lists at the moment, the project list um, and then the daily granular to-do list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I look at my daily granular to-do list and go, what's the work that is deep, that needs my focus and concentration? And what's the more shallow work? What can I layer um, with children around me? Um, and then sort of popping it in the, the right order. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, um, in case it's useful, a, a recent um, blog article that I wrote called Seven Tips for Focusing your attention in uncertain times. Um, I shared seven tips, obviously. Um, And one of the most popular tips was point number five um, and the importance of prioritising. And um, I use a question from um, Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, and um, his focusing question is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. So when I'm, especially when I'm looking at the work and I go, I've got one hour where I can focus and concentrate today. Hopefully across the week it's more than that. But, you know, by the time I've had a, a Zoom meeting, um, facilitated some coaching, run a webinar, that's enough time with the girls. So if I've got one hour of an evening, um, what's the one thing I can do that will make other things easier or even unnecessary is a great way for me to focus. And and I need that structure. I'm certainly a person where I think everything's important and I want to do it all. 
I mean, that's the irony, isn't it? That's probably why I do what I do <laughs> in terms of teaching productivity and um, yeah. focusing hacks. Yeah. So we can do as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's really, I think it's a really good question. I sometimes struggle with that question and I have to touch base with somebody else because I, I think sometimes someone outside the business can pinpoint what that is more than I can. Yes. Yes. And they can say, okay, well, Annalise, why are you trying to focus on that? when really like you see this thing over here that's going to move the needle or yes you know having having some outside perspective whether it's a business coach or just a colleague or someone that you trust with you know to to yes. discuss things with someone whose opinion that you respect yes for me that's really that's really helpful uh, yeah i agree i think at the moment um look we're all looking to to minimize our costs but um the more we can invest in ourselves and continue to grow and and um, further our trajectory. Um, now's a good time to do it. If there's a little bit of spare um, funds to invest in in our own development, now's a good time to have a coach. Um, yes, because because we want to get to the other side of this Corona bridge. Um, and I loved your post where you said, "Okay, warrior mode." I agree. This is not business as usual. We've got to get through we've got to dig deep um and and propel ourselves forward yeah i think i, think I, I shared i think i shared this analogy um when we were speaking the other day of a, a slingshot um so from a coaching perspective and investing um a little bit in in coaching support you know we might have to take the sling um back um woods and then when we release it um, we catapult the shot forward. So if we view at the moment the slingshot and <laughs> slingshot analogy, um, that's helpful for me. Yeah, I might have to go feel like I'm going backwards a little bit mm -hmm. on some of my things, um, and I might have to invest a little bit more in myself and my my professional ability and my ability to, to see what are the priorities, so that I can get on the other side of this and 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 go further. I think we have to. I know for me, I did. I invested in in a coach in the last in the last month, yeah. because now's not the time to mess around. No, it's it's not. We don't have time or space or capacity to dilly dally now. Like we have to be laser focused. I think yes, yes, in what is actually going to get us a result, yeah. and figuring that out that out on your own like you you will likely get there if you are consistent and you're working towards it but it's yep. probably the long road whereas mm. if you are working with someone who is where you want to be you know in a year or two years or five years or whatever it is yeah they've walked that road they know the tr the tips and turns and they know the shortcut so i think we're yep. doing ourselves a disservice without doing that so i think if, if all possible yes yeah, I think, I, I think it's a good idea. I totally, I totally agree. Um, and look, I've got a, um, a, a friend was sharing with me the other day and um, she is super business focused. And honestly, I'm in awe of what she accomplishes. Um, and um, Emily shared with me that, you know, when I'm at home with the kids, I just lose the focus. I just forget stuff about work. I, you know, a couple of days at home with the kids and you're back in mummy mode. Um, and I think that's true for, for many of us. And, yet another reason why having a coach at the moment can help to balance both of those roles. You know, what do we want to be as, 
as an entrepreneur and what do we want to be as a parent in this time of crisis? Um, the demands could feel um, completely at odds with each other at times. So to have someone support us to, to manage these competing dynamics, um, there's never been a better time. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a really, that's a helpful question. What do I want to be? Mm. Because yeah. then we can put some, some emotional potential we or emotional, that's not the right word. We can put some words, yeah, we can put some words around what that actually is and then we can compare it to the reality and maybe where we thought at the start of 2020 that our business was going to go this year (laughs) has to potentially divert or look totally different. But I think it's a helpful question to compare to the reality of what's going to be possible for at least the next few months. Yes, yeah, yeah. And adjust sure. accordingly and be willing to go, okay, well, some things are just out of our control. And this, like you said, it's not business as usual. We do need to totally reassess from a blank canvas. Yeah. And I'm putting on the top of my to-do list um, the to-do items and any fixed appointments and then one or two words that remind me of connected parent, successful entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, Yeah, I do something similar. I've got an alarm on my phone that comes through with, you know, a few times a day with words that like calm and joyful and disciplined and things like that. It's like, oh, that's right. That's who I am. That's who I want to be. So if I'm, you know, losing the plot with the children going, oh, calm. Thanks, phone. Okay, calm. (laughs) Go you. I've got something similar. I've got um, some affirmations that I've um, had, which interestingly still apply um, mostly in this unusual times but um yeah I I repeat them to myself as well yeah nice yeah so tell me about how what you're offering at the moment how are you helping people to get focused if they're looking for support in this area um yeah yeah sure reach out happy to help in any way that I can um I will be launching post Easter um small group coaching um and over a series of four to six um, touch points, um, including um, new content, which is specific for working from home. Um, we will definitely address the extra needs of working from home with kids also always at home with us. <laughs> um, and um, uh, yeah, turbocharging our, our productivity. And the reason that we really want to do that, I think, I mean, obviously, this is an area of focus for me and something that I love. But I, I really feel that it's adaptive to be able to get things done. It's the most motivating condition we experience at work is making progress towards something that's personally meaningful. Mm. So as self-employed entrepreneurs, we've got that. We're already doing something that we love. Um, So the more that we can get some things done and feel that our businesses are progressing and that we can feel that we're doing a good job as a parent, then, then we'll be in a resilient and resourceful stage. Um, and that will help us um, manage um, this this time of crisis. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And I think very much needed. And that small group format I think is really good as well because you can all learn from each other and be inspired by one another. And whenever I've run small groups, the other people are also such a big asset to the group. We can all learn from one another. And look, hey, let's be honest, we're not having as much social contact as, as before. So I think there's a real, there's there's many benefits always to small group coaching. But I think now 
um, it's really helpful. A number of people in already in the response that have come through from the survey have said, I'd really like to hear the results of this. I, I, I want to know how I'm feeling compared to how others are feeling and am I, am I alone here or, or are others finding this challenging as well? Um, yeah. and, and what can we what can we learn from this um, yeah. collectively? Yeah. yeah, such a good idea. Well done for taking leadership in this area, Wendy, and oh, helping you, walk Annalise. us all through it. <laughs> yeah, we all went together, yes. <laughs> yeah, we are. And I just, I hope that, I have hope for this time that co- the corporate environment will then be more understanding of the integration between family and work because I've I felt in the past that it's it's so separate that you would almost not talk about the fact that you had a family because you know when you're at work you're in work mode and you can't possibly be on a work call with the child in the background or yes. you know, a toddler in your arms because that was totally unacceptable whereas that's going to happen now so I just I hope that it changes the landscape to be more integrated where possible. Oh, I agree. Bring it on. Look, I, I, I just think Jacinda Ardern, the, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, is such a fabulous trailblazer. If, if she can run a country and have a baby, come on, corporate world. Mm. Embrace family life and professional life. We can yeah. do it. Because it's, it is life. That is. It is life. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. live to work. We, no. we love it. We love work. But yeah. ultimately, yeah. that's <laughs> probably you know if we have to choose one yeah 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 so all right well thank you so much for chatting with me today wendy you've covered some really great uh principles but also really great tactical things that we can apply right now so thank you thank you very much it's been great no no worries thank you for having me you're very well chatting again soon yeah hopefully we'll we'll have you back maybe when we're when we're midway Yeah. And let's let's see what it's like in six months' time. Hopefully, we're well and truly over that Corona breach. Oh. Um, and what can what can we apply, and what will we desperately do differently? Yeah. Okay. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Mum Style Business Podcast. One more thing before you go. I'd love to be able to practically support you with free live marketing coaching every single week. So head on over and join the Mum Style Business Facebook group. Connect with other successful women in business, combining ambition and motherhood and making a real impact in their families and in the world. To join, go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group or search for Mum Style Business on Facebook. Can't wait to see you there.